Hello and welcome to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is the Charger Rundown. I'm Hannah Connolly. And I'm Evan Mick with All Things Charger Athletics. Today, we will be interviewing Nick, Ben, and Zach Affolter, brothers and linemen on the Hillsdale football team. But first, let's recap this week's Charger Athletics. Hillsdale College Volleyball went down to Hammond, Indiana for the Midwest Regional Crossover and finished 2-1 and on the weekend. A huge shout-out to extremely talented senior libero, Allie Weiss, as she became just the third player in Hillsdale's long history to have 2,000 digs. As a team, Hillsdale defeated Maryville 3-1 and Michigan Tech 3-0, and then unfortunately fell to Quincy in three sets. Versus Maryville, Allie Weiss had four service aces and 21 digs. Marilyn Popwell had 14 digs, and Audrey Riley had eight digs. Marilyn Popwell also had 15 kills, Emery Braswell had 12, and Lauren Pasaglia and Maisie Brown each had seven kills and Lauren Pasaglia had 44 assists. In the win over Michigan Tech, Alois had 17 digs, and Amina Hilliker had 9. Marilyn Popwell had 20 kills, and Lauren Pasaglia had 40 assists. Against Quincy, Amanda Hilliker led the team with 9 digs, Alois had 8 digs, Marilyn Popwell had 10 kills, Megan Culp had 7 kills, Lauren Pasaglia had 20 assists, and Josie Tesla had 6 assists. The Chargers are now 16-4 on the season, and they return to conference play this weekend, facing Ashland Friday, October 20th at 7 p.m., Ohio Dominican Saturday, October 21st at 1 p.m., and Finley on Sunday, October 22nd at 2 p.m. All these games will be played at home in Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. So show up and roll Chargers. The Hillsdale College football team had an exciting victory against Kentucky Wesleyan this weekend, beating the Panthers 44-14. With rain and swirling winds making passing a challenge, the Chargers won with power and force, rolling up 327 yards on the ground and 47 carries. It's the most rushing yards by a Hillsdale offense since the Chargers rushed for 383 in a 52-29 win over Lake Erie on September 12th of 2015. After a 43-yard field goal by Julian Lee on Hillsdale's opening drive, the Chargers' defense got the ball back at midfield, and Hillsdale opened the second quarter with a four-yard touchdown run by Michael Herzog to go up 10-0. Hillsdale safety Vince Franciscone picked off Panthers quarterback, giving the Chargers another possession at midfield. Senior tailback Caden Goggins took the very first snap of the drive 45 yards up the left sideline for another Hillsdale score. Herzog added a 56-yard touchdown run on Hillsdale's next possession to make it 24-0 Hillsdale. After back-to-back long rushing touchdowns, the Chargers caught Kentucky Wesleyan overplaying the run on the next possession, and quarterback Garrett Eisen hit a deep shot 40 yards to freshman receiver Jonathan Metzger for a fourth consecutive Hillsdale score. Hillsdale added two more second-half touchdowns, an eight-yard run by Herzog in the third quarter for his second touchdown of the game, and a four-yard scoring run by senior Jack Robinson in the fourth quarter to give Hillsdale a 44-7 lead. Ten different players carried the ball for Chargers in the victory, led by Herzog, who with 143 yards and three touchdowns on 18 carries, racked up his fifth straight 100-plus yard rushing game and his second straight game with three or more rushing touchdowns. Goggins added 62 yards and a touchdown on five carries, and Eisen added 47 yards on 12 carries for the Chargers. While Hillsdale's offense was the headliner, the Chargers' defense had a standout game as well, holding Kentucky Wesleyan to well under their season average in total offense and allowing them to convert just two of the 14 third downs. The victory is a big positive boost for the Chargers, who are 2-5 and five on the year, but 2-3 and three in GMAC play, and with the three best teams in the conference in the rearview mirror. Hillsdale will play Thomas Moore for the first time in program history next Saturday, October 21st at noon. We're here with Ben, Nick, and Zach Affolter. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. No, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. 
Nick and Ben, talk to me, Nick, you can go first, Ben, after a little bit about your experience of playing almost four years of college football with your twin brother. What have been the best parts? And if there are any, what have been the challenges? Uh, So probably the best part is we very uh, like this twin telepathy kind of thing going on. But like it's that's what everyone says, but it's kind of just a very comfortable thing. I kind of feel like I know where he is on the field all the time. So like it makes chemistry on the offensive line very uh, unique to us and very different in that aspect. Probably uh, the hardest struggle sometimes is uh, we switch positions. So I play center now and he plays guard. And the center like calls out the formation and stuff. But he still calls out the formation and I get mad at him for it because that's like my job now. So the hardest part is like our little petty arguments mid-play about what's the call. But no, I really enjoyed it. It's been a good time with these last four years and got one more left. So it should be fun. Yeah, no, I've really enjoyed playing with Nick for my entire life. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, like you said, it just... It comes easy to us. We've been on the field since we were born. So it's just been a lot of fun. I mean, challenges are funny. They come and go. But, yeah, they've been a good time. As twins, how do we tell the two of you apart? I don't really got a good answer for that one. Um, if you come <laughs> and stare at my face, I have a mole. Ben has a mole below his eye. Ben below. That's how we tell most people that we do. But just talk to us, and we'll tell you, too. Don't avoid us because we're twins. It's kind of funny, but happens a lot. So, Zach... How has your first season been as a Charger as you've been acclimating to a new team? Um, it's been great. I've loved I've loved every second of it and I kinda had a leg up on a lot of the freshmen. Um yeah. just because I had my brothers guiding me along all summer long and getting me ready. Um so that was really exciting. But also just I mean, it's a great group of guys and so I've just loved playing for them. Um and it's just it's such a cool experience to be like playing with my family. And so tell me a little bit about your experience with the culture at Hillsdale. How has it been transitioning from reading high school to here? It's a lot of fun. It's a lot. It's very similar in some aspects because it's a small town. But at the same time, it's so much more like diverse and just like so many new people. Um, and so that's just been a cool experience. I mean, I grew up knowing the same 64 kids from kindergarten through graduation um, and now I like run into someone I've never seen before after nine weeks of school. And so it's a really cool experience um, just to see people I've never met before so far into the year already. It's just it's crazy to me. Hey, Ben, what was it like playing fullback? And do you miss those days? <laughs> fullback was a lot of fun. I mean, I did it with open arms because they, when they asked me to do it. Um, so I played fullback and tight end in high school and I was always I was always running around and stuff. But it's pretty much just another offensive lineman just putting behind the quarterback instead of in front of him. So that's the way I always looked at it. Um, it was always a lot of fun. But um, we got a good guy in there doing it now for us. Uh, shout out Brick. But, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I would do it again if they asked me, but I think Brick's got it covered. I'm always going to be jealous of that, though, because uh, I'm the more athletic <laughs> twin. Yeah. But that's fine. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. So, Nick, with Ben's injury last year, I know you stepped into a new role as a starting center, and it seems like you are still in that role. So how did that transition go, even though that wasn't something that you played at the collegiate level? So I would probably say the first game we played was probably my like worst game I've ever played in college. When mm. ben, the first week Ben went down, and then I played center. I think I had like two bad snaps and one fumble under center. So it definitely was a big adjustment for me because I've never mm. ever done that before. But I feel like I – really ran with it and took it, made it part of my own and play a little bit different than ben, how Ben played it and do a little bit different things here and there. But I think I've I've really enjoyed it and I've really loved it. And now if I were to switch back to guard, I would not think it would be as much fun. No, so yeah. Really, yeah. Interesting. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's done a good job 
um, stepping in for me, but we talked about that the other day. Actually, like like trying asking if we wanted to switch back, and we both said no. Like we're <laughs> it's just you get so used to playing the one spot and you get good at it, so it's a lot of fun now. But what is it like for all you guys with your dad now coaching at Hillsdale College? So I think it's been it's kind of cool because he played here when he went to college. He like loved it and loved this place, and he just ended up staying around. And it's I feel like it's always been a dream of him to of his to coach in the collegiate level. Like he coached high school for. 20, 20, 23 years. Something like that. Yeah, so he coached high school football for a long time. And then now being able to do this is pretty cool. And it's it's cool to see him really run with it and really be a part of the team in that aspect. Yeah, no, I think he's doing a really good job. And I've really enjoyed, like, we've been coached by him our entire lives mm -hmm. in multiple sports. Um, so he's always been around. And he's always been a big part of our athletic career. And it's just really cool to make him another part of the connection that we've made here at Hillsdale. So. And you could definitely tell if you ever met him um, when we'd watch games last year and the years before that, he hated sitting in the stands. He <laughs> hated every second of it. He wanted to be in the sidelines, on the press box, whatever he did. And so I think this, like Nick said, it really is a dream come true for him. And so it's a blast. Yeah. You guys have like the whole family here. It's so That's so fun. <laughs> so Ben and Nick, outside of football, how has it been to go through almost four years of college alongside your brother? You guys live together, right? Yeah, we do now. Uh, we didn't coming in. Okay. That was one of our things coming in. We wanted to live separate and kind of make our own connections. And then right. um, we ended up coming back to each other. So we do room together now at the suites. But yeah, no, I've really enjoyed it. Like I've always said, he's my best friend. He always has been. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just been really good. We've always been close and we've always enjoyed being around each other. And it's been really easy to talk to him about stuff like that. So, And with school, it's always very chem natural. So. so Nick, you got to lead a fire team this year. Tell me a little bit about the fire teams and how you think that helped you, your group, and us as a team. So the fire teams were new to this team this year where the team elected 16 guys who could uh, be a part of a, a group of 8 or eight to 12, I think it was. And like throughout the offseason, we just held guys accountable to, for lists, for conditioning, and over the summer, and like just, like just really trying to make deeper connections with our teammates. And I feel like... It, it made a big difference on our team in the fact that it like formed new leaders. So like there's always like these captains and there's always these guys that quote unquote people think that are leaders from the outside, but it really just like solidified that you don't have to be a captain to be a leader or you don't have to be a great player to be a leader. You don't have to be a whatever this and this, like these guys were elected by our teammates because our teammates believe in these guys. So I feel like it really formed like these bonds and these, these acts of trust with uh, different players that you really wouldn't have got to know uh, any other way like you wouldn't have been as close so like you're close with your position group but now with these fire teams I'm close with DBs wide receivers and all these other guys and it even impacted the freshman class coming in I feel like so a lot of times freshmen come in and they don't know anybody they don't know anybody but with these fire teams these freshmen were on our fire teams like early in the off season, so we were able to build connection with them throughout the summer and stuff like that so I really think it developed a form of trust and loyalty to this team and really bonded us so so then asking Zach as you being a freshman, how did that fire team affect you? Yeah, so I mean, going off of what Nick said, I had a group of guys that I had been communicating with over the last like three months over the summer, and I saw them put in their work. I saw them sending all their lifts and them doing conditioning, and it really just let me know like what I was coming into, and like these guys are buying in. Um, and some of the most of the guys in my fire squad were not like starters they're not guys who get a ton of playing time my fire team leader was carter cushman and he's he's been playing great but like you could just see like their work ethic and it just instilled that desire in me to just be a part of like it doesn't matter if you're playing or not you got guys that are grinding 
no matter what they have going on, they're giving it all they have. So, Ben, I know that you faced an injury to your knee last year. How did that affect you mentally, and how was the recovery process for you? Uh, yeah, that was uh, – it was definitely not my favorite part of my life. But in, when looking back on it, it was actually really molding me into who – or the player I am today, I guess. But, yeah, I hurt – went down in the middle, like, week five last year, just before um, our Tiffin game um, last year. And it was really hard to not feel like, like you weren't a part of the team anymore. It was really hard to feel um, important and to go from a role of playing all the time into a role of sitting back and watching and, uh, and cheering um, was hard. Um, I did enjoy coaching aspect of it. Um, I got to be – Treff allowed me to do a lot of stuff on the sidelines with him and a lot of uh, time in the spring coaching up their guys and coaching up the young guys and stuff like that. Um, so I did enjoy that part of that. Um, like my recovery process uh, was a challenge. I was blessed, really blessed by God to – not have any setbacks and not have any um, hiccups along the way. Um, and I was really blessed to be a local guy. I got to work with Dan one-on-one athletic trainer all summer long and through the off, um, through the rest of the off season until we got to play. And um, coaches gave me a lot of time and rest. And we, we barely made it to week one, but we got there. We got to play, which was a big goal of mine. So I just started practice that week before. And it was wow. a big deal. It was a big deal for me. And it was a lot of fun to be out there. And I really appreciated the trust in the support from the coaches, from the athletic training, from my teammates. Even though I say it was hard to feel like you're part of the team, um, they did a really good job of including me and a really job of making sure I was staying up with myself. So, all three of you guys are kind of local celebrities. What's <laughs> <laughs> what sort of work do you guys do to give back? Because I know you guys do a lot of work in the community. I don't know. Local celebrities is a strong word. <laughs> um, we just stand out because of how big we are in our name but um, I think some of the stuff that we I really enjoy doing and I think is really important is like like you said giving back so we do a lot of stuff with just opportunities through the football team that they provide um, one of the big ones was guys with ties that coach Treff puts on with the over at Geyer Elementary at the Hills Elementary we just get to show up and look all nice in our ties and hang out with some fourth graders <laughs> but yeah there's a couple other ones I don't know if you guys want to talk about them but I mean I can talk about like our church life and our like uh, our crossroads. And so our church, like we've always been like really big into uh, our church and we still go home every week, every Sunday and still go to the same hometown church. So I think we built pretty strong connections over there and we've ended up bringing guys from our team over. We've got like a group of six now that go over every week. So like, I feel like they all know of the Hillsdale College football team because of us, because like we're bringing a lot of guys over and we do, like, I know my mom and my sister sing there. And so, like, we've our family has been very involved in that church aspect. And then, like, a com local community, there's a ministry called, called Crossroads Farm. And Crossroads Farm is a youth organization. It's like a youth ministry. It's, it's a rural outreach program. And we were always really involved in that. We were part of, like, different teams that, like, went out to schools and stuff like that. So I feel like our name was just out there because we said yes to a lot of opportunities that we were given tell the gospel and to share the gospel to kids in our local area. And I feel like this left a, left an impact on some people. Yeah. I think I just wanted to add a little bit more, but like one of the main reasons, at least that I chose Hillsdale was because of this community, mm. um, just of how they've supported us through our careers and our lives growing up to this point. Like big reason was I didn't want to leave. I wanted to hang out here and I wanted to continue those relationships here with the community. So. And you guys talked a lot about your involvement in church. So I would love to hear a little bit from each of you, but how does your faith play a role in football? For me, it just comes down to 
like the idea of integrity and like just what are the decisions you're making and so like in football like there's a lot of ways to like you can seem to get ahead and like you can try to cut corners and you can try and do this stuff but it, it never really seems to work and so I think that translates really well like from your faith like you can't take shortcuts in your faith you can't try to cheat your system but it just comes from doing the right thing even when nobody's looking but just ultimately doing everything with a passion like there's no there's no task that's beneath you there's nothing that you can't do I mean it's just this sort of God's given me the ability to play football at this level and this is where I'm at right now and so I'm going to give it everything I have and just not try to say I'm anything special and not say I'm bad just use what God's given me to play at this level yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a quote from Ben Gino here, but uh, he always he's always says during our prayer, he goes, "God, let us not be let this game not be an idol to us, but would rather be a tool used for Your glory." I think that's why God gives us these as the opportunities. And he gives us these uh, specific talents for us to use them for His glory, and He's given me the ability to play college football, and I love it so much. And I wanted to play with Him in mind and play with the ability that people, when they watch me play, they would say, wow, that's a man of Christ. That's a man of God. And so I think that's a big I don't know, motivation mm-hmm. when you play and the connection between faith and football. So. And so Zach, what has it been like? I know that you guys have all played together pretty much mm-hmm. your whole lives. You played a year um, in high school together, but what has it been like to play with older brothers who also play the same or similar positions to you? It's, it really is great. I haven't gotten a ton of time to like get to play like alongside them but getting to watch them I mean they're two of the best I mean they're the two starters on our team in similar position that I play and so I mean getting to watch them all the time and watching them from when I was a kid I learned a lot from them just by watching but also just they're incredible at like teaching and encouraging at the same time whenever I'm in that means they're normally out and so they're watching me and they care a lot about me um and so that translates into them taking time out of their um busy time to make sure that I know what I'm doing and I make sure I'm getting better um so I'm just really blessed to have guys like that and to call my brothers too so uh you guys are all pretty big guys so how do you guys stay so big and just get stronger food yeah <laughs> I mean, lots of it <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, mom was a great cook. She fed us a lot. We yep. loved eating her food and we still go home every Sunday to go get some more. But mm. uh, yeah, no, I don't got anything special. We work really hard in the weight room. Like part of it's genetic. I think, I mean, a lot of guys have trouble getting big and strong and getting, staying on or staying up on their weight and stuff, but it's never really been an issue with us. And I think we just kind of use it to our advantage. So Nick and Ben, what are your majors? And I know that you guys have another year after this, but what are your plans after college? So my major is financial management and math. Mm. So I'm doing that. Uh, plans after college is to pray that someone gives me a job one day. Uh, no, but I <laughs> I, uh, I got a couple things where, like, I would love to coach college football. I would, like, love to be that. So, like, it's hard for me to say, like, I want to give up football. But I also understand that if an opportunity comes for a job in a – in a business sense, I, I want to like just automatically not take it, but yeah. So that's my no no plan plan yeah, right now. I mean, <laughs> similarly, I actually am double majoring in applied math and economics, actually, um, which has been a lot of fun. I guess with my major, the job that I would like to do is um, so one person described it this way: is like telling a story with numbers, which I think is really interesting. Um, one aspect that I really want to get into is like 
like casinos and like sports betting would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like when to do when to place bets, when to do stuff like that. Or also working for like a nonprofit and like telling stories through fundraising stuff like that. Um, I think it's a really cool idea, and I think it's something that I could use with my degree. But if like Nick said, it's it's really hard to give up football at this time. So I would love to stick around that as much as possible too. And so finally, as linemen, you all play a position in football that probably puts the most strain on your bodies, especially your knees. So how would you say you all are making sure to take care of yourselves off of the field to stay physically healthy? Um, a big part is definitely making sure you get plenty of sleep. Mm. Um, I mean, that's something that our coaches have been harping on all season long since the beginning of camp. Sleep is important. What you put into your body is what comes out. So if you're only eating Twinkies all day, <laughs> knees probably aren't going to give out, but your body might. I don't know. For me, I've always enjoyed like hot tubs and like swimming in the pool. So I'm in there a lot after practice. Just it feels nice on the body. It's relaxing. And that's just where my body feels good. No, oh, yeah. Active recovery for sure. Uh, Riley Tolswell got me onto this. He stretches so much more than I do, but I tried to uh, stretch like once a day and try to get like a active mobility circuit going. And so just to get the body like loose and all the joints for feeling good. So like that's the only thing I yeah I mean I definitely took for granted that aspect of it before I got hurt so when I had my major knee injury um last year it really forced me to try to recover as quick as possible um and I think like with with that like with my knee and recovering and stuff like that I've learned a process of stretching and um rehab with Dan just being in the training room a lot and just doing everything they tell us me to do has been way more important Uh, over this last couple years than it has at the beginning of my career so yeah well thank you guys so much for joining us i'm excited to see what you do the rest of the season and for the next couple of years so it was really awesome to have you on no we appreciate it thank you thanks for having us and thank you for listening to the charger rundown at radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm